How do you feel about Valentine's Day? Some of us get butterflies in our stomach, delightful anticipation, and for others it's more of a sense of existential dread. Well, whether you think romance is overrated or you love it and really want to celebrate with a significant other or maybe a palantine or a galantine, it is a fascinating social moment, I reckon. Libby Gore is a broadcaster, cabaret performer and the host of a series called Bold Conversations at the Malthouse Theatre. And if you know Libby, this is not a surprise that they're going to be bold conversations. It includes a special Valentine's Day conversation on the subject and a language warning here. It's got a bold title. Soulmates are bullshit. Libby, welcome. You know, Hilary, you're the first person to actually say the title out loud. That delights me to no end. It's tonight at the Malthouse Soulmates are bullshit. I'm very excited. I do like to be careful with you, my language warnings, but I used to get so jealous of Michael McKenzie when he co-hosted this program because he would throw it around sometimes. Uh, Why did you decide this needed talking about? What's the problem with the idea of soulmates? Well, Plato was the one who said that soulmates complete you. And there is such a pressure that there's this one person that suddenly is going to make sense of the messy jigsaw of your life. And I think that sets up expectations that can't be met for anybody. I mean, a long-term sustainable relationship is about love and loyalty. It's about taking out the garbage and paying the mortgage. It's about finding time to have fun. And the whole notion of soulmates, where there's some sort of ethereal bond that's going to make it all right without the two of you looking at each other and saying, I want to be with you every day, is, um, well, it's bullshit. It also assumes that no one changes. Your soulmate's now and forever. Correct. And we all know that we change. So what are soulmates? And it assumes that we've got a soul. Like if I say to you, oh, but Hillary's got a beautiful soul. Is that me saying I'm the only one who actually can see beyond your non-leather upper into what's inside you? <laughs> oh, and that bit's beautiful, me. but the rest of it on the outside, ugh, yuck, you know. Like, what is this about soulmates? So I am interested to know whether people think the concept of soulmates exists, mm. but whether they're your life partner as well. Because okay. it could be could two be different things. Someone else. And on this note, I send a very loving Valentine to my, my life partner, Adventure Man, sitting at home with his knuckles white, <laughs> biting What's his lip, wondering what I'm going me? to say. Yeah, I love <laughs> you, darling. Man. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I mean, yeah, the, the, the idea of soulmates uh, is about transcending the everyday, but, you know, long-term relationships are about the everyday. That's right. It, does it all, the idea of soulmates also uh, suggest we only have one kind of love? There's this ideal love that everyone should have and it should look the same? Yes. And generally, that love was defined by Hans Christian Andersen. Now, in 18th, now and his business was fairy tales, like fibs. Yeah. To make you feel better about life. So are we talking about The Little Mermaid, like horrific love stories that was of awful. sacrifice? That was my favourite story oh. and I don't know why she had to cut off her tail and walk on knives in order to have... That's a terrible story. But his first story, I know you'll love this, it was in 1835. It was called, believe it or not, The Tinderbox. Oh, and then yeah. someone swiped the name and years later and came up with something else. But it was just as horrific in terms of, you know, finding people to express whatever desire you had and and moving on. When I looked up sunset in the dictionary, because we're all meant to ride off into the sunset once we find our love and live happily ever after, it means a gradual descent into darkness. (laughs) That bothered me, Hilary, because I want my sunset to be beautiful 
Obviously, they're changing and beautiful. These bold conversations with Libby Gore at the Malt House in Melbourne are going to be uh, full of metaphor and like literary that? illusion. I love it. I'm a book nerd from way back. That's fine with me. But I find it very fascinating that you've also chosen some really interesting people to be on the panel with you. There's Milo Hartle, who's a, a body positivity advocate. Oh, That's Fat Diva on Instagram. She's fantastic. Deb Conway, who wrote the song oh, Man yeah. Overboard, which is both <laughs> deeply romantic and, you know, very pessimistic about love. Is it? I think so. You're Pubic hairs are on my pillow, dandruff, dunas, ash, you know, it's really interesting. <laughs> Marik Hardy, a long-time arts practitioner, and Terry Wu, who's a plastic surgeon. Mm. Terry Wu, it's great to have you on the program too. Why, why, why the perspective of a plastic surgeon when you're talking about soulmates? Morning, Terry. Uh, good morning. Hi, Hilary. Hi, Libby. Hi. And uh, I was actually thinking about that exact question myself. I think... Uh, it came from the uh, misconception that to to have a soulmate, you need to be attracted to that person. And, and most people would think you want your soulmate to look perfect, to be to be similar to you. And I suppose there's a biological imprint in us to be attracted to certain type of archetypes, if you like. But um, I don't know whether that's true. And uh, I would say a perfect relationship is, in fact, um, perfectly imperfect. And well, I was going to say, about- Terry, like, I, I wouldn't want to, uh, I don't know, I, I would find it weird if someone who looked perfect was attracted to me because I don't think of myself as perfect. I'm, you know, I'm over 50 for first things first. You are perfect. But also, thank you, Libby. I, I like myself on the inside. But, you know, <laughs> are you, Terry, are you saying... you soul. <laughs> yeah, good. Are you saying, Terry, that uh, we look for versions of ourselves, and we, we've got some kind of overly romanticised ideals about what that looks like? Oh, I, I think traditionally there is that idea and biologically there is certainly a uh, imprint on our collective uh, awareness to be attracted to a certain kind of uh, appearance. But appearance certainly isn't a prerequisite to a good relationship. But um, to follow on what Libby was saying, to, to write into the sunset, and I, I, I'm primarily a reconstructive surgeon, so... I do see a lot of much older couples in their 70s and 80s and they come in and they are riding to their sunset, but gloriously. Mm. And uh, they will bicker, they will finish off each other's sentences and the husband might say, I asked them, how long have you been married? And they would tell me they've been married for 40 years. And he would say, you get less for murder. Mm. So mm. that's the kind of relationship they may have, which is um, complete, I think. And that's not based on physical appearance at all. Yeah, that you get less for murder thing. I find deeply problematic, but we'll we'll put that to one side. But I say it with affection, I think. Yeah. Because, you know, they come together hand in hand and uh, they can joke with. I think soulmate doesn't mean someone you agree with. It's someone you can argue with, someone you can crack a joke with. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Be yourself with. And it's about so much less than what you look like in the end, isn't it, Libby? Because that changes a lot over time. Yeah, it certainly does. And Terry, this is what I thought was an interesting thing too. Terry, tell me, if one is really beautiful, can that get in the way of people actually seeing the real you? Like, can beauty distract from a true connection? Well, I, I probably can't make a professional opinion on that because I'm not a psychologist. But in my observation, when people focus on a certain aspect of a person, be that physical appearance, everything else is kind of uh, ignored. And uh, when someone is truly attractive physically, then, you know, it's, it's, it's difficult to decipher whether people want to talk to you because you're attractive or people are truly interested in the inner soul. 
So I, I will profit to say that um, sometimes um, physical attractiveness is uh, is a detriment. It's a uh, probably impediment to happiness. I say that too. Uh, with I wish no I professional had that investment at all. <laughs> We're speaking today with Terry Wu, who's a plastic surgeon, and Libby Gore, who is the host of the panel that Terry will be on with Deborah Conway, Milo Hartill and Marie Hardy at the Malt House tonight, tonight if mm. you're listening live. Uh, that's in Melbourne. And the subject, and this is a language warning, is uh, part of a series called Bold Conversations. This particular topic is called Soulmates Are Bullshit. Interesting text on this, Libby. Soulmates don't complete us. They mirror us. Interesting. Mm. How do I spend Valentine's Day? Feeling guilty that I've fallen out of love. That's really interesting, isn't it? Because there is so much pressure to be in relationships. Do you feel like maybe we should look at our relationships with ourselves and and the idea of not being in a relationship too as equally valid? (laughs) It's funny you should say that because Marik Hardy is going to reveal something tonight about that that I know. I wish I could say, but I Mm. can't. I can't uh, do a spoiler. But Milo's going to do a burlesque dance to a, a Lizzo Oh, yeah. A Lizzo song. And I love Lizzo. I think Lizzo's fantastic. But it's a lot of that is about feeling comfortable with yourself and feeling comfortable. I mean, people say, oh, you've got to be comfortable with yourself before you can love somebody else. But I, I think we're in relationships with a whole heap of people. And I think it's the community of relationships that supports you in happiness. Well, and feeling comfortable with yourself is so shaped by social mores, isn't it? I mean, Milo and Lizzo are both plus-size women of colour and there's a whole context around people's perceptions of body size, attractiveness, worthiness that go with that. Uh, How do we fix those giant things? You've got two minutes to answer, Libby Gore. Well, one (laughs) takes one's big bottom and one makes a career out of it, Hilary Harper. I've done that very successfully. Excellent. Uh, I think tonight... What I'm excited about doing tonight with Bold Conversations is actually putting back on the entertainment agenda, um, entertaining, insightful, provocative conversations with entertainment, like a salon, like a sunset soiree, where we can just speak without fear of being judged because truth lies in the grey. It's not binary, just like gender and sexuality is not binary. And I'm really looking forward to taking people to a place where they can think and talk and rediscover who they want to be in these post-COVID times, more COVID safe times, without fear of I'm saying the wrong thing. Terry Wu, as a plastic surgeon and panel member, uh, the title is set up almost like a debate, soulmates are bullshit. (laughs) If you had to come down on a side, would you choose one, Terry? Uh, I I, I would think soulmates are something that we all want to have. And if we are so lucky enough to be able to have a soulmate or two, then we're very lucky. And we deserve to have them. That's very diplomatic of you. <laughs> I have multiple, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I have know. one life partner who I treasure and love and am committed to, but I do have soulmates that, you know, I swap and change according to the, the, <laughs> the shoe I need. Well, exactly. I mean, you have creative partnerships Correct. as well. I had a long-term relationship. We were soulmates for a time and, you know, we moved through different phases in our life and in and out. All my friends, I would say, we're together because we click something deeply internal about us. Um, Terry, do do you think then it's a bit naive or optimistic to fall in love given the divorce rates and what you've been saying about, you know, people being uh, lured by the externalities? 
You know, Libby and I, we're, we're talking about the definition of a soulmate, really. I, I think a soulmate doesn't have to be your sexual partner or even your life partner. A soulmate can be entirely platonic, as we was uh, initially discussed by Plato. And uh, if you look at it from that point of view, then, um, then your life partner doesn't, doesn't necessarily, um, rather your soulmate is not necessarily your your sexual partner. So, so I think we all look for different qualities, for different nourishment in different people. And um, if you get the nourishment you want from, from, from various different people, then one can be quite happy. Yeah. On Facebook, we asked, do you believe in soulmates? And there were so many different responses, but one of them just said, yes, my dog. Well, that's interesting <laughs> because, you know, if you do have, there's only one soulmate for you and souls recycle, you don't know where it's going to pop up, do you? It exactly. Could, it could yeah. be the dog. This could be a fascinating think, conversation tonight. I, with I'm Libby so Gore. looking forward to it. I would, I would love to be a fly on the wall there. Libby Gore's a broadcaster, cabaret performer, and she's hosting a series called Bold Conversations. If you're in Melbourne at the Malthouse, you could catch it. Libby, thanks so much for coming in. It was great to chat. Hilary, an absolute privilege and delight. Terry Wu, plastic surgeon, panel member. Good luck to you, and I, it's Thank going to be a ball. <laughs> Thank you. Marie yeah. Hardy, Deborah Conway, Terry Wu, and Milo Hartle. What a fascinating selection of people to chat to. A couple more comments from Facebook before we finish up. Sherilyn says, you're simple if you believe that out of 7 billion people worldwide you found the bestest I've certainly found my bestest for me in our stage of life but is he the only one? Jackie says <laughs> yes, soulmates are a thing, my husband and I are serendipity epitomised says Jackie if we aren't soulmates we're scary supernatural freaks, good luck to you Jackie and Therese says maybe it happens once in a blue moon but I think there are many many people you might end up with, it's just timing I'll leave that to you to judge. Listen to more great stories that take you beyond the headlines. Ask your smart speaker to play ABC RN.